Welcome to the Mental Health Initiative podcast, the podcast where two wellness counselors from high schools in Southeast Michigan come together to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies to navigate the world of virtual learning during the time of COVID. Now, without further ado, let's get to the show with Monica and Cherie. Welcome to the Mental Health Initiative podcast. I'm Monica Fugetti. I'm Cherie Wilson. This is episode two. We're going to talk some more about anxiety. If you remember last time, we talked about, I believe, can I consider? And Monica, you want to explain that? Yeah, just as a recap, uh, you think of something that you believe, like, I believe that I'm going to fail all my classes. Can I prove it in a court of law? No. Can I consider that maybe this is just a an unprecedented time and we're all struggling and everyone's in the same boat and I'm going to be fine. So anxiety is that fear of the future and we're going to talk a little bit today about using the rule of opposites for our actions. Yeah yeah so let me talk a little bit about that. Some of you might be familiar with DBT therapy. I know that it's a popular one. In that therapy technique they have something called opposite action and basically what that is is your anxiety brain is telling you to always like fight, flight, or freeze. It's just, it's telling you there's danger right in front of you. And your body is reacting to that. Your mind's not really reacting to the fear. You just kind of run or whatever your reaction is. So for instance, if you feel anxious and you want to, trying to think of an example, you want to do something, like you want to yell at somebody, say that you're in an argument and you feel like you just want to scream and send an angry text even fight. to somebody fight yeah yeah it's really the concept's really simple do the opposite of that in practice it's a little harder mm-hmm. but the reason that this works is because you're telling yourself that okay i i want to fight i want to get angry and i know this is my anxiety talking i'm going to do the opposite of that so i'm not going to send that text i'm not going to use angry words i'm just going to pause and just not do anything right or I'm afraid of public speaking uh, so you might have a flight response where you just avoid it completely or you might t- try to like hurry through everything stand rigidly at the podium don't look up uh, go right through what you're saying don't take any pauses which is kind of the opposite and and serves to reinforce your fear of public speaking because you don't do a very good job. Right, right. (laughs) Um, So reason we do the opposite is anxiety is a fear, but it's, you can't prove it right in a court of law. So it's typically an irrational fear, but our brain confuses it for real danger. Anxiety is not that you're in danger. Are you really going to die if you go up on top of a tall building, say, if you're afraid of heights? Right, right. Are you really going to die? No, but your brain thinks you will. So it switches into fight, fight, or fear. Fight, Fight, flight, or fear. Freeze. Freeze, Freeze, flight, or freeze. Freeze. (laughs) Freeze. These are tongue twisters. (laughs) Or flee. Freeze. Fight or flee. Yeah. That's right. Okay. <laughs> You're going to cut all that out. Maybe. Um, <laughs> so um, one thing you can ask yourself when you feel anxiety is, is this danger or is this discomfort? 
Yeah. And when you are deciding that, asking yourself too, if it's not danger and it's discomfort, asking yourself, can I sit with this? Can I sit with this discomfort? Mm -hmm. Because interestingly enough, feelings are only going to last for 90 seconds. There was some psychologist that she was a neuropsychologist that had a stroke and she had the opportunity to study her emotions in her brain and watch them. And what she found is that emotions last for 90 seconds. So if you can sit with that emotion for 90 seconds and just let it pass through you, it will go away. Anxiety has never killed anybody. It's never done any of that. If after 90 seconds, you're still feeling this level of anxiety or fear, it's because you've attached a meaning to that feeling. And that meaning is I am going to die if I go up on heights, for example. So it is really important to train yourself to sit with the emotion and let it pass through you, knowing that it, it will pass through you. Right. So if nobody has ever died from feeling anxious, then it must be discomfort. And how do you handle discomfort? How do you handle, um, if you don't feel well, say you got the flu? I think you have to sit with it. I think you just have to take care mm -hmm. of yourself, get some sleep, lay in bed and ride it out. Yeah. And anxiety is a bit like that. It's discomfort. And we just have to write it out. Right. That's exactly, that's a great example, actually. And I mean, just a little bit backwards, anxiety uh, in, in the primitive form, like it really serves a great purpose, right? Like it's there to keep us from attack when, when mm -hmm. there are animals around and like we were not as safe. And so it is our body's message or internal messages of telling us there's danger ahead of you and you have to flee. But what happens when you have an increased amount of anxiety is that, for instance, if you are going to a backyard bonfire, everyone else is like, oh, what fun, I'm going to sit around a bonfire. Well, you're going into the situation seeing a blazing forest fire and you can't understand why everybody else is not as anxious as you are. And that's kind of how anxiety works. Right. It tricks us, like Cherie says. Yeah, it's almost like if you have an internal compass um, and you start to feel this anxiety repeatedly, it, it, it thinks north is south. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so when you feel it, you have to remember, okay, but my compass is screwed up right now. So I feel like I should do this, this action. I'm going to, what's the opposite of that? And I'm going to try that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Knowing that you have anxiety and knowing that you want, you want to conquer your anxiety one way to do that is just to do the opposite of what you are used to doing in situations like that. And you can you can kind of start small, right? You can... Yeah. Um, yeah, like for instance, if you have fear of going in public places, maybe you want to start exposing yourself by going to like a small convenience store where not a lot of people are there. And you're exposing yourself a little bit to people. Mm -hmm. And then you work your way up until you can get to like maybe a fair or something. Right. Or if you're afraid that you are not going to be able to learn in a virtual classroom, maybe you just try and do little things at a time. You know, maybe you set up a schedule. Yeah. And if, if you have a hard time being on a computer for hours, maybe you try just an hour, take a break. Mm -hmm. 
or try a half hour and take a little walk away or look out at the at nature and i think we're going to have an opportunity later to talk about zoom yeah zoom fatigue <laughs> it's a real thing yeah your example was way more relevant than mine but that's a great example <laughs> <laughs> well i mean there's so many examples uh, right right absolutely so. i'm sure everybody listening could think of a ton of their own examples yeah. of things they're afraid of right now yeah for sure there's a lot of a lot of fear out there. I mean, I think we're afraid for our family. We're afraid for our country, for our health, mm -hmm. for our future, for the economy. I mean, you yeah. know, in addition to, you know, am I going to get a good grade or am I going to get into college? Mm -hmm. um, I think the intuitive choice when we think about these things is to do some, like, do something to oppose what we don't want. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So... But opposing your unwanted thoughts or emotions will usually lead you to feel worse rather than better. That's absolutely right. So at the at the very basic part of it is asking yourself, is what you're doing working for you? Is what you're doing right now working to help you manage your anxiety? Yeah. So if it's true for you that the harder you try, the worse things get, it probably doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you there's something wrong with your methods. Yeah, I, I love that. That's so true. So it's mm -hmm. just it's just something to think about before next time. Um, maybe when you feel yourself being overcome by anxiety, ask yourself, what is my brain telling me to do? We're talking about actions right now, though. We're not talking about telling yourself to feel differently. Yeah, for sure. And we will talk uh, next time we're going to hit the ground running about mindfulness, which is a simple concept in theory, but difficult sometimes in practice. So right. feel your feelings, but assess your actions and ask yourself, is this danger or is this discomfort? Mm -hmm. Discomfort, we have to ride out. Yeah. Sit with it. Remember the 90 second rule. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Good. I think yeah. we're good too. All right. Thank you. See you next time.